I'm Zane Lamprey. Welcome to Zane's World. Our guest today is Ethan Page. That's not his real name. He is a wrestler. Is wrestling real? Is it fake? We break the whole thing down. He gets super honest with us, and he's an amazing guy. And now you're shut your cat up. Shut a sixteen-year-old uh, cat. Dude, can you uh, can you tell me about uh, Mr. Page? Yeah, I, I forgot to Google him. Let me just tell people uh, who are maybe tuning in for the first time. Uh, I cannot believe you've missed such amazing episodes. Uh, I'm joined here by S- Steve. Uh, I think they all know I'm here. I'm like annoyingly here. You are from you are. afar. Do you remember that time? Okay, and then and then and then my wife, my lovely wife, Mel. Um, so do you remember that time Steve was just kept interjecting in the weirdest way? And you're just like, Steve, what do you like? And I called him afterwards. And I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. Steve, what, like, what was happening? Why were you sort of out of it? He's like, uh, no, dude, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, did you have a beer? He's like, no. I'm like, you didn't have any beers. Nope. Didn't have any beers. Okay. <laughs> Had a martini. <laughs> you did? Any, any, any guy? <laughs> no, he goes, and two glasses of wine. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> And uh, maybe something else is somebody uh, busted out and uh, had a lighter uh, attached to it and whatever. <laughs> like, okay. He was Never. just such a space cadet. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It's like, you know what it was? It was Steve trying to be the character of Steve. Yeah. Because I remember calling up being like, dude, why were you f- – you were forcing it today. Just be you. Yeah, it's you a struggle. It's a struggle. <laughs> no, it's not. Being Steve it's is – Sometimes you don't, you don't know when to say or not say. Listen, being Steve is the easiest thing in the world. For Steve to – Act like he thinks he's supposed to act? Uh-huh. Impossible. Yeah. Completely impossible. Well, Being insane is the easiest thing in the world. Oh you just God. sit there, you be smart, and you get shit done. <laughs> Steve, hey. I think your martini drinking has rubbed off on Zane, who like ordered a dirty martini the other day. No. Like the not, first time ever. Nice. Not only that, no. It's the third one I've ordered really? this week. What? Uh, yeah. And, oh well, not God. this week. In the last seven days. Problem. In the last <laughs> seven days. <laughs> what are you talking about? All I, I just have I just had one. I oh. went out with, with Tori Belici and had one. Uh, I had oh, one. Oh, better on the gut. A I'll dinner meeting or something? Then I had a dinner meeting okay. and then I and then I had dinner with you the other day and your sister and her kids. Um, and I was just like, no, I'm just going to get a dirty. I just had one. I just. But it's so random. You know what it was? It was like. Um, Maybe you shouldn't order them just because you like green olives. <laughs> okay. I think that's what's happening. It, it, Try a pickle teeny. No. They have good pickle juice. Okay. That sounds awesome. But I was just, I was, I had a hankering for this specific flavor. For salt? I don't, I guess, is that what it is? It's like salty brine. I had one at um, this place called uh, Granville. Yeah. And they make a great one. And then, and then I was like, that was amazing. So Tori's like, you want to have one more? I'm like, yeah, let's move on to, to another bar. And so we went into the next bar. This is right after we recorded our, uh, the podcast with him a few weeks ago. Okay. And went in and she made it. And, and I could just tell she was just kind of, just started like yeah. not paying attention. Yeah, and I got it. It was so strong. Oh, uh, that's terrible. And then I didn't. I didn't even finish it. She yeah. overserved you. So I think <laughs> she did overserve me. But I think I think it's because I had. I, I, I. You're right. I wanted the taste, and now talking about it after this, mm-hmm. Mel, will you walk down to the restaurant and, and get a? You can get whatever you want, but I'm going to get a dirty martini. Maybe Pour some vodka and a shaker with like, some ice Mexican and go. Food on my mind, but at the same time, you I have really what in your mind? Mexican food. But I, I, can get, I can get one. I can get one at a Mexican I restaurant. I guess I don't want to drive that Tequila. far. No, no, no. I'm going for this. So, Steve, to answer your question, Ethan Page, <laughs> he is a wrestler. I, I could, I wouldn't do any justice by telling his story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's really interesting. And here's a guy who made a decision that he's going to be a professional wrestler and went down that path. And I think besides the physicality of the whole thing. It's it's his personality. He's got like this personality. Like if I were to go go get a dirty martini, I would love to get one with with him. He's, oh, he was really he's nice got guy. that star quality. He 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 did have star quality. And I, there's been a few people that have been here as guests. And I haven't said it on the show. I don't think. But there's a few people that have been here as guests. I can just tell. Like you got that thing. Like and, and I think what it is cool. is like it is. It's, it's, it's people want to be around them. It's just mm-hmm. positive right. energy. And by the way. I'm going to say I think that Steve and Mel, you guys both have Steve more because I'm with him less, more positive energy because I because I know and when, when Mel's not in a good mood, but but Steve just always has this positive energy. He's not like look, Steve is so fun. He's so fun. he's just not so fun. To be he's around. not a rocket scientist. No, if your rocket no. breaks down, you don't. Call I wish Steve. I was. I mean, I, I hang around with so many smart people. I feel so dumb all the time. But well, that's you know why we keep you around. I'm, I'm toting my way. Yeah, we keep you around because you just make us Your feel so much Your entertainment smarter. value is priceless. Exactly. Especially after guy. a few drinks. Steve is, this is a weird question, but Steve, have you yeah. ever been in a bar fight? 
is a weird question. Um, it is. It is. But I mean, back in the day in college when I was listening to Pearl Jam, like <laughs> smashing my furniture in the in the apartment. No, no, that was, no, like a, that, that was a fight with yourself. Man. No, that was. That, do you <laughs> know that story? Fight? No, no, that was literally I mean, my couple, first. That was my no, first. No, I'm not generally uh, combative. My first know, date with Steve is we're out at the bars. Him and and his I think roommate Vern. Uh, yep. Was his real name Vern? Uh, Derek Laverne Converse. Oh, okay, got it. And and he was like, uh, "Oh, what's going on, Mel?" I, I can check out for this story because I've heard it seventy okay, times. Okay, well, then I'll be, then I'll be quick. Mel picked up her phone, which that's, go. that's an indicator of like boring zone. No, I mean the story is interesting to somebody. I could tell. I could tell you. A story. But you can input. You can yeah. input. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, because now you're going to judge me on it. No, I won't. You just tell the story. I won't judge okay, you at all. You guys went out to a bar. Yeah. And like on a on a date. Your first no, no, date. I met I met him out. Okay, on yeah. a first date, and you guys had lots of drinks. Yeah. And this is back when Steve was obsessed with Pearl Jam. Yeah. Still is. Yeah. And you go back to his house. Yeah. And he starts like jumping around moshing because this was like the nineties. But his when, girlfriend was yeah, was there. So his girlfriend's there, but she's upstairs sleeping. No, she's downstairs in the next room over. But why doesn't she wake up? Because she's deaf and she she's can't hearing impaired. hear. Exactly. She's not deaf. She was just she was hearing know, impaired, so she hear couldn't see the destruction of Steve moshing and tearing apart a table and a chair a and complete, various other wooden yeah, instruments. A complete dining room set. And it was the just story like, actually sounds a lot better for Mel. I don't know why, but <laughs> it's just, I like it. I know. You know what's so funny? I remember thinking. A, I like this guy. Uh, B, his poor neighbors. He literally <laughs> oh turned God. it up as loud as he could go at two thirty in the morning after the bars closed. That's just insanity. Ugh, okay. So crazy. No one, uh, no one ever came knocking except for public safety yeah, because they were afraid. Um, so, so that was me seeing Steve's. Uh, uh, pre- well, only bar uh, fight. By preview of his wrestling career. Yes, exactly. And that's the whole thing. Like. Uh, I just wanted to show you that I was committed. I mean, you, I was you were whatever it takes. But that 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 is my point of like. So here are our drinking superpowers. With me, it's my ability to moderate. And if I start to get a little too too tipsy, I, I back off because I don't like to be in a place that I'm not in control. So that's me. And, and that's you what, have a lot of responsibility. You're like running the show. You got to well, you got to keep even, form. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. When I'm not running the show, some of those rules are off, but. It's like, right. but, but I just sort of, you know, I just want to maintain just sort of some, uh, uh you know, respect, mm-hmm. uh, Steve, Steve, on the other hand, he just goes off the rocker, <laughs> but no matter how gone he gets and he's gotten gone, um, he's still, he gone. he's still like fun to be around. Still so fun. Like no matter what. Yeah. And he can keep going and going and going and it's up yeah. for anything. He doesn't want to stop, but he doesn't want to fight anybody. He does he just wants to love everybody and that like that's But he's I, also not like the sloppy pass out person either. He's just like got energy. No. He's like, Let's let's do this. And let me tell you something. I've never seen Steve with a hangover. I've never seen hungover Steve turn down a drink either. So Fuck no. Wait, what's it's my drinking superpower? Pure. Mel's drinking power superpower is when she gets drunk, she has to have fast food. <laughs> Such true thing. No, Mel's got some drinking superpower. superpower. She she Dude. actually has the same as you. She can kind of you know moderate and sustain. She's I, very balanced. I think mine is that I know I set my intention ahead of time mm-hmm. if I'm going to be drinking. Yeah. So either I'm like going to have a drink with lunch and that's it. You know, like I'm what have a drink like, with the girls. Okay, perfect. And so I know that limit. When you went down right. to San Diego with your girlfriends, I intended and you to said, get shit faced. And you, so you intended. To fall down in a parking lot and have one of the diamond baguettes come out of your ring. No, that part happened, but <laughs> that part was not you, part of what I, my plan. But okay. well, kind, I knew but, but starting the it night kind of was your plan. Like it was like like right off starting the night. Like yeah, yeah I'm going to get shit faced tonight. You needed to have a story. You, you well, knew, you knew the night influence. would end with a story. Oh, it's always a once a year Sorry. thing, you know. Yeah, that will influence how shit faced you get because if you go in with intention, yeah, and you have like three drinks, you're. Your energy levels up. You're amped. You're gonna act crazy. You're gonna do stuff you wouldn't do normally. You go and have three drinks, and if you're gonna be like balanced for the evening and moderated, yeah. you're gonna be like, huh, eh, got three drink, bros, whatever. So yeah, it's a uh, you know, it's not all the alcohol. It's something inside you that you know you're trying to get out, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. With those words of wisdom, let's go to our interview right now with Ethan Page. We'll be back in a moment with more Zane's World. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. 
pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you. This holiday, now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! True crime fans, pay attention. The Court Junkie Podcast is now on Podcast One. Imagine being wrongfully convicted for a crime you didn't commit or a killer still on the loose even though there's enough evidence for an arrest. The Court Junkie Podcast shines a light on the injustices of the judicial system with deep dives into court documents and interviews those closest to the case. Download new episodes of The Court Junkie Podcast every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Like what you hear, tell your friends, and leave a rating and review. Welcome back to Zane's World. All right, so I'm not sure if I call you Julian or Ethan. Okay. And, it, and, I'm, and I'm afraid that if I say the wrong one, you're going to hurt me. But there's not enough room in this room for me to give you any of my wrestling moves. There, there, <laughs> there isn't. Just the fact that the room isn't lar- large enough means that I would get hurt just more, more quickly. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't bob and weave to evade you. So, and I'm, I have to tell you, so I, I imagine that you get injured yeah, more yeah, than yeah. you like. Yeah. And I can relate. Okay. Probably. Let me see. So, so I was, I was telling you this before, I was lifting boxes in the garage and I was doing completely fine lifting heavy boxes into the car. And then I turned to lift something that was light. It was a laundry basket. Yeah. Uh, that weighed as much as one of my cats and my back went out to the point where I literally dropped to my knees and then I had to roll over on the, on the floor and just lie there. Yeah. And that was me. Like that was this, that was the dumb shit. And you're, are you, you're 29? Yes. Okay. So I could be your father. Uh, <laughs> let's just, let's put it all, let's, let's just, let's just drop it all, put it all in perspective sure, right sure, now. Sure, sure, uh, If I was a wily 18 year old, which there are, yeah. then that would work out. So getting just like right into that. Yeah. How is that something that you deal with and how is it something that you, you, you try to avoid? Uh, working with people that are professional. Cause like, like what would we do? Like I have to trust someone yeah. with my body. Like, Literally every single weekend, nine times out of 10, once you reach a certain level, you're kind of being brought into cities that don't have any like bigger name talent. So I'm wrestling people I don't even know. Yeah. 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 So I'll just show up, meet that guy that day and, that, and, and just trust him. Yeah. And that, and that was one of my questions. So like you, you, you have to, how is that guy? I guess he just needs to not be a novice, right? If there's a rookie, well, then even that, like, like I'll be put in the ring with guys that are. This is a terrible way to start the interview. I'm going to sound like an <laughs> well, egotistical well, maniac. Well, but like there, there's guys that I have to perform with that are like fans of mine. Okay, so like, yeah. They're either excited or nervous or like definitely not ready. They might right. have even paid to have me come wrestle them. Like these are all things that right. I have to deal with and not know. So like I'm showing up kind of blind and meeting these people and kind of putting these matches together. So <clears throat> I have to just, one, read the person. Right. See how nervous they are and try and figure out their experience level Two, find someone in the locker room that I know and trust their opinion. So I can say like, hey, have you ever seen this guy wrestle? Right. What do you think? Or, right. And then nine times out of ten, I'll just go with whatever they're letting me know. Like, hey, be careful. Or, yeah, you can let them pick you up. And my style is more simple. I'm not very like a very big risk taker. Mm-hmm. I lean more towards the entertainment character stuff. So Got it. Yeah. So you're more about your charisma than doing flips off the top rope. Yeah. Got it. But when I bust them out every once in a while, people don't expect it. So yeah. they're like, whoa. So you can you, yeah. So you can do it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So let's let's just go back in time. Sure. Okay. So so where to when we, you conceived me? Well yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right. Well let's move ahead let's move ahead nine nine and a half months after that. Yeah, sure. So 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 uh, Hamilton, Ontario. Yeah. Which, by the way, thank you for saying that. By the way, well, here's everyone a, says Toronto. It's like the most offensive thing to me. It's well, it's. I mean, I'll say this: I don't know how many people know where Hamilton in Not many. is. I know, ah. so I am from Syracuse. Okay. Which, which we're in different countries. Yes. But we were, I mean, where I grew up, where you grew up, two and a half hours, I think, from each other. Yeah, it's not that far. Uh, you probably spent every day at Niagara Falls. No. <laughs> I wish. No, of course not. Well, how far was Niagara Falls from where you lived? Where I live currently, it's like 30 minutes. But what about Hamilton? Like Hamilton from Niagara yeah. Falls? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I live currently. Same. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So you're still- I haven't moved. Okay, got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, all right. So you, when did you decide that you were going to be arrested? Because some, somebody like, like, like Dwayne Johnson, yeah. it was in his blood. Yeah, it was not in mine. It was okay. actually the opposite. Nobody wanted me to do it. Okay. Uh, I was actually a martial artist first. I did Taekwondo and karate. I got my black belt in both. 
my dad wanted me to train for the Olympics for Taekwondo and the pressure was too big. Uh, and then that's when I like caught on to wrestling. What, what, what did he, what did he do athletically? My dad? Yeah. Um, nothing. My, my dad was a nerd. His, my dad wanted to do everything. Okay. So he wanted, like, he had, uh, an option to try out for the Tiger Cats, which is like our CFL team in Hamilton. Okay. Ontario. Got it. So he, so he was a big dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the same frame as myself, mm-hmm. just in case people listening can't see how big I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he had, uh, he had the option. 6'2", 260, 50? Yeah, I'll that take right? that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> me, he, 245. He's 5'11", 220. Don't, it's fine. <laughs> same, same as me. <laughs> but my dad had all these options, but his parents were very old school European. So they kind of like told him no. Yeah. So he lost all those opportunities. So when he saw opportunities come my way, he kind of thrusted me towards it because he never got them. So he didn't want me to miss out. But it was not something that I really wanted to do. And so how old are you at this point? Like when you're... Uh, when I first started, 16 yeah. years old. And how big are you? Probably about half the size, but maybe close to the same height. But you have an idea that you're going to be big. Like, is that... And that wasn't... No, That's not, not how really. my family... Okay, but, but your dad was. Yeah, he was fairly big. But like, I still to this day, I'm not into it. But like working out, not really like a thing. Okay. I only do it because this is the job that I want to do. But you have to do it. Yeah. And you have to do it. You have to do it a lot. Yeah. Okay. So how, so, so how, does, that, so how does that work out? I don't know. People got to wake up early and you know, go to work. Listen, That's kind of the same listen, thing. Listen, let me, let, let me put it this way. I, like, I'm a priest. I'm not really into praying and going to church. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what I, it's like, okay, well, that's, you know, interesting. Well, there so, are wrestlers like that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, look at Andre the Giant. Right. He, I don't think he ever worked out. Although, that's, that's a bit of an anomaly. All right, so, so now you're, you're, you're eight, you're 16, and you're yeah. now on the path to, to wrestling. So you're on the path to, co- like, collegiate Olympic wrestling? No, no. So, like, people get that confused all the time. Uh, I never did that like at all. I just don't know how a 16 year old would find a way to go. It's in a garage or warehouse or someone's backyard or someone pays for like a nice facility. Like, yeah. It could literally be from the bottom of the barrel to the nicest building. And what was it for you? It was a garage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I just went into this place. One of my friends uh, that I was. When you, so when you say garage, you mean a house garage or a, no? No. no a I mean industrial... like a industrial okay, style garage. So, like yeah. someone was welding something in the in the building next <laughs> okay, to us. Got it, got yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Like there was no like back locker room it was just a piece of drywall and a door so yeah. that's all we had was a wrestling ring and some like bogus bleachers and we'd put on shows all the time for like 30 40 people but Got that it. was like the start yeah and who was there to make sure that you guys were doing it right nobody like nobody that even made money in wrestling or made a name for themselves is literally just like hey we're just gonna hope this guy knows what he's talking about and yeah. teach us how to wrestle and i didn't stay at the school too long i actually left once i met someone that oh was- so it was a school yeah, yeah, okay, it was got a school. it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. So, so you were paying. Yeah. Okay. And there yeah, was, yeah. and there, and there was someone that. What did he? Did but he, that's what I mean. Is like the guy running the school. Like he wasn't like a, a, no, a wrestler. No. Okay. No, no. no one, anyone would ever, ever, ever know <laughs> or, tr- yeah. or trust. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that as well. <laughs> okay, but like, there, there's not that many options, especially where I was living at the time. Yeah. Still to this day, not really. So uh, was that in Hamilton? Yes. So, so if I growing up in Syracuse, yeah, it's let's 100%, say hundred percent. You could be a wrestler. You could find a school within an hour drive. Okay. Yeah. So, so you think <laughs> you think with within every city, secondary city size city, there is an option for sure. Okay, got it. Yeah, for sure. And okay. like there was guys that would drive from my area to Toronto, which is like forty minutes for a better school. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have the money or like my parents didn't even want me to do it. So for me to go that far to train and to spend the money I didn't have and like not that they weren't supportive parents. They just didn't support this at the time. Mm -hmm. They weren't going to fork over the cash. It was kind of like if this is what you want to do and you're going to quit all this stuff you're really good at, you're going to have to do this on your own and prove us wrong. And yeah, here we are. And there, and, and <laughs> yep. so you finished high school. Yep. And then, and then where? I went to college for television broadcasting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There was like a and finished. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can you can continue to wrestle, but you have to go to school if you want to stay in the house, kind of thing. So, I got you. Yeah, I got yeah. you. So uh-huh. I, I went to same college. Same rules. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even pick my program. I let my mom pick it because I just I was like, no, I'm gonna be a wrestler. I don't care. Like, yeah. You can pick whatever you want. So she. Did television broadcasting. I learned how to do video editing, graphic design, all of that stuff, which has 
helped my wrestling career more than any physical attribute I have. So I, I, I can understand. <laughs> I mean, has it? Yes. It re- no, genuinely. Yeah. I mean, it I, really can, has. I can understand that being the case. So, yeah. so how? Uh, well, I produced all of my own like vignettes or promos or like music videos or promo packages to send to promoters, my own like merchandise I'm designing myself, websites, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So I was ahead of the curve in that. And then that led me to creating like better content for social media that would like set me apart from everybody else. And yeah. still to this day, like I was editing a vlog while I was Ubering here. So like I'm constantly working. And, right. Yeah. What's the vlog about? It's about what I do in professional wrestling. So like people assume just because I wrestle on a television show that there's like this crazy lavish life. And I want to remind people that like, no, I'm still making all these very small towns and wrestling people I don't know. And I have friends that aren't in this big company with me that I want people to know who they are. Mm -hmm. So I get to show them that part of my life and uh, then the good stuff too. So yeah. So at this point, where do you go to sit? Like how how do you get in front of the people – is oh, it like op- is it like an open mic night this is for wrestlers? Li- yes. Okay. Uh, Stand up comedy, being in a band, and professional wrestling. I like they're all the same, right? To me, at least. Yeah. I even tried stand up once, and someone yelled at me the exact same way a wrestler would because <laughs> right. I went over my time. Right. So like the main eventer of the stand up comedy show, yeah. yelled my punchline because like I guess I did I did it twice. So the first time they gave me a light, and I was like, uh-huh. all right, that's the light. I got to wrap it up. Right. This other com- comedy club didn't give me a light, so I just kept going, waiting for this light. And right. then the guy yells my joke, and I go, oh, that's my cue. All right, see you later. So <laughs> I get to the back, and he's like, hey, why'd you go five minutes over your time? What the hell? And in my head, I'm thinking, I've been doing this for seven years, getting yelled at the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not doing stand-up comedy yeah. starting over, yeah. And and I, I think that that's – well, okay. So I can – it's funny because I can get off track. But and, and, no, and because same. It, no, because these are – yeah, that's fine. But these are all, <laughs> these are all questions, and I think it's incredibly – interesting to just okay so your first open mic for for wrestling yeah it was at the school that i that i was training at okay and they would just kind of invite family and friends and it might be like five dollars tickets mm-hmm. and the guys i'm wrestling aren't good but everyone is excited and they just want to get in the ring and just perform and uh-huh. that's all it was but but who saw you in order to get you to the next level uh there was another local promoter who had a show that drew 10 people more than the one that <laughs> was currently and, that, and, and that's and that, how it worked yep and it just keeps going and going and going and then uh i eventually met one wrestler who was traveling and i knew that i didn't want to wrestle in the same town mm-hmm. and i watched wrestling i like I'm, I'm still a fan to this day so like i pay attention to what's popular and what's like doing very well so i want to be a part of those events and those companies so i'll do whatever it takes to make that happen and i saw a guy actually making it happen so i kind of like leached onto him and he brought me around and i left that school very quickly like i kind of taught myself how to wrestle essentially well i mean i think that's at one point the student becomes the master right i mean you 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 get all the information you can from the person teaching you yeah. right, on that level, yeah. and you need to go and somewhere up, up, else up it up. Yeah, yeah. And I knew that I would learn more from the guys that were actually doing this as their job than someone telling me how to get the job, but yeah. never actually had the job. And so now, how, how many different um, wrestling like uh, federations or groups have you like wrestled with? Um, I mean, I looked at the list. I couldn't. Hundred? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and they, they pop up and disappear so quick. And are you and along the way you were physically getting better and your your sort of charisma and everything like that you're you're, you're improving along yeah, the way yeah 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 uh, it's a very slow and steady like growth um, but once it starts snowballing it, you can notice the the difference yeah so you were born uh, Julian yeah okay. <laughs> uh, how do I say that last name because Mitsevsky what is it Mitsevsky. Okay, well, that's why I yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, I'll let you say it. Yeah, sure. And so, and how many different uh, wrestling names have you had? Um, technically, two. Oh e- no, that's a lie. Actually, e- all Four. ego. Yeah, uh, all ego. Ethan Page. Who was what was first? Julian Logan was my first wrestling. name. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's so, pre- that's pretty good right there. Yeah. That, that's your middle name, right? Yeah, uh, no, that's a lie. I just leave it oh. on Wikipedia because I think <laughs> it's so hilarious. Good. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, uh, it's Julian uh, Wolverine Logan. Yeah. <laughs> Mischievous. <laughs> yeah. <years. laughs> that, that, that was the name I used uh, in like our backyard wrestling federation where we'd wrestle on a match because of park. Wolverine. Yeah, of course. Of yeah, course, yeah, a huge comic book. Nerd. I love it. So I did that. Then uh, I ended up doing a storyline where I got hit in the head and I woke up and thought I was a pop star. Okay. And 
Ethan Page yeah, okay. was the name. Yeah. Right. So I was like, oh, that's like a very like pop star name. And then I transitioned that into being a movie star, quote unquote, because uh, I was doing background acting at the time. Okay. And someone gave me advice that <laughs> the best wrestling characters are just what you do in real life. Turn the like the volume all the way up. Got it. And I was like, well, if I turn the volume all the way up, I'd be a famous movie star. Yeah, right. So that was my wrestling character for a while. The motion picture was my name. Wow. Uh, and then after that was all ego. And then I played a lawyer named Chandler Park. And because you were related to someone else. Yeah. It, 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 wrestling is like a soap opera. Right. And they can just give you whatever they want to but play. How, but how television. is it? Like, it, it must be difficult to have been a soap opera when you were transitioning between organizations so much to keep those storylines going, right? Yes and no. So, like, I think now with, or, like, the way of the internet, everyone is so aware of how scripted what we do is. Right. So... I choose to not insult people's intelligence, right. and I just understand that they understand what I'm doing. Right. So in Texas last week, I could have been a bad guy or a good guy. Right. And then next week in Mississauga, Ontario, I can be a good guy or a bad guy, or neither. Like, I'll just go out there, be myself, and let them to dictate what I am, and I'll just go with the flow. I prefer to just, like, improv anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But but are these stories that... They're, like, very self-contained. Like, every promotion okay, or that, company. That, that's, that just, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, it's so good because you know what I'm going to ask, yeah, which I yeah. love. Because it's like, when you go in there uh, for, like, it's not like the fans need to follow something to understand. Sometimes, yes, but it all depends on, like, it, I'll liken it to a TV show. Mm -hmm. So, like, you watch Breaking Bad, you can't miss an episode. There's, right. there's companies that are like right. that. They tell right. long narratives and they end them at the end of the year at, like, a big show. Right. So then there's that. But then there's, like, sketch comedy wrestling companies, too, where yeah. it'll just be self-contained. You can go to that one show, watch it, and never go to another show, and you won't feel like you missed anything. So now you're with Impact. Mm -hmm. Which is, and again, I'm trying to research. It's like it's the it's the one of the top in the top three of wrestling. Yep. And this belt that you gave to me, thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, what's what's this? What's your belt for? So I'm one half of the Impact World Tag Team Champions. Okay, yeah. And so there's two of those belts. Yes. Um, you have one, and my partner. <laughs> I have one now, <laughs> temporarily. Uh, but it isn't my possessions in my house. And so, what's like the next step? Because I because well, I hear you. T I've heard you talk about WWE. Yeah, but you know, but I want to give respect to Impact because Impact is is a is a great organization. Yeah, as they, yeah. as and they're they are. paying my bills right now. Right, so. exactly. <laughs> so, so like, so like, how does that how does that whole thing work? You're under contract. Yeah, so okay. I'm under contract, and whatever the duration is, I have until the end of that to work for these guys. And then we get to choose whether I want to stay and renegotiate, or I can try and shop myself out to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think that um. What's that movie that I saw the with The Rock uh, in the family? All in the family? Oh, Something fighting. Like, family, uh, fighting family. Yeah, yeah I know um, what movie you're talking okay. about, though. Yeah. Did you see it? No. Okay. It was just kind of interesting because... I like, sorry, I can't watch, like, stuff like that. Because you'll, it, it's cause you'll so, cry? No, it's like... You would. You would have cried. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I cried. But it, it might not have happened the way it happened. Oh. I don't know if that's true because okay. I haven't watched it, okay. but like I'll Listen, watch stuff like that. I, I, and I'm, I'm like, this is too cinematic. I'm going to give you an example of that. So um, I've talked about this, I think, in a recent podcast. There's a movie where Chris Pine and Denzel Washington are trying to catch this train, okay. this runaway train. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know the movie you're talking and, about. And I forget the name of it. I want to call it Runaway Train, but I'm positive it's not that. Someone like engaged the train, fell off it, whatever it was, and then there goes the train. But it has like – toxic chemicals on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, And it's going through, I think, Pittsburgh, where the train track elevates and goes through the town yep. and then makes a turn. And now this train is accelerating so fast that a car can't get them on it and a helicopter or whatever it is that they can't get on the train. Yeah. And they have to stop it because if they don't, when it turns, it'll it'll flip over yep. and it'll basically like Explode the nuke, whole town. nuke yeah, the yeah, whole town. Yeah. So... That's the movie. Yeah. Based on a true story. Yeah. The true story is there was a train that accidentally got engaged. Yeah. And so it started going on their own, and then they stopped it. <laughs> like, right away. 
Well, like a half a mile. <laughs> so, so that's the story. It did not take an hour and fifty. It did not take. There weren't helicopters trailers. involved. There weren't explosions <laughs> and bad guys. No, it was just this. And so, it, here's it, my question: Did the movie start by saying based on a true story? Absolutely. What? Yeah. Like, come on. But then you're, then you're just like, what is the basis? Yeah. So then I start thinking <laughs> the about the train th- ran away. Yeah, things that have <laughs> happened in my life where it's like, you know, this guy came to my house. It was the wrong house, and he left. That's the real story. The base on a true story, the guy came here, he had a gun, and I tackled him, and there was explosions, and then he left. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, it's, I don't know – you know, I don't think that there's, like, a legal governing body right. that says, like, oh, if you're going to say base on a true story, you have to have this percentage and these factors and that kind of thing. So, yeah. so I'm sure that that story took a lot of artistic sure. license. Sure, yes. Positively. <laughs> this is totally random, but have you seen Pain and Gain? Yes, of course. So what that, is that? Please that, don't tell me that's based on a true story. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's based on a true story. And there's Before a Before Michael Bay got involved. There's a part where The Rock is like grilling the guy's fingers, I guess, to get the fingerprints off of like. Okay. And it freeze frames and says, yes, this is still based on a true story. And to and and did you like look up? The I, yeah, so story? I guess that very like specific part, you yeah. can confirm that it did happen. So there's there's this, a website, and I forget what it's called, but people can Google it. It's easy. But there's <laughs> it basically it it shows a movie or as a timeline. Yeah, and then it shows the color green, yellow, and red based on how factual that particular moment. Whoa. So you can walk through and if there's a scene that's completely like contrived, but they Whoa. needed it for story, then it's red. And then it goes green and whatever. And then it'll show you like and then it'll have movies like, you know, Apollo thirteen or sure. whatever that was like the percentage of this was like eighty five percent or whatever oh. it is and, and it shows other ones. People have a lot of time. I was ju- <laughs> literally just about to say that. I was like, I'm so looking this up. Yeah. Like, who is doing this? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. How is it that you can go and you can Google Google something like it's there. Hey, what's this? And then you're like, yeah, but who put it there? Right. It's like we don't give enough credit to the people who put things there because everything you need right now is there. Yeah. Anything you could go back. I was sort of thinking about this is talk about getting off track, like going back in time, but having access to the Internet oh. like in your ear or being able to look things up like. How would you ever expect that I could – you could walk in here and I could know your, your birth date or, right. or where you're from right. without even talking to you. Imagine being a caveman, right? Yeah. Not understanding how fire works. Going on YouTube and searching <laughs> start fire tutorial. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's it. I just got to rub this stuff together. Oh, perfect. Well, it's like when they had like – I think maybe like the first episode of Survivor or one of those shows – and the people were trying to start a fire, uh-huh. and they didn't understand that you needed to split. You know, they're they're twisting that that lo- yeah. that that stick on top of a, a log or, or rubbing it back and forth. That they needed to open up a channel underneath for oxygen to get yeah. in. Because once someone did that, like a, a cracked stick, then it started. So anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I guess the the point of that movie that uh, that I got from it. And, and, and I knew it, but it was nice to be reminded is that the charisma is a, is a part. So it's about yeah. a girl and a, a, and her brother that both want to be wrestlers in the story. He wants it more than she does. She doesn't even really want it, but she happens to be good at it. Mm-hmm. And they're both technically sound. He's yeah. more sound, but at the end, the WWE picks her to come and like train, deceive, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's because of her character, because of her charisma. And the, and they were saying like the guy who picked them was just like, yeah, it's not played by Vince Vaughn. It's like, it's not something you can teach. I'm sorry. Like the guy's like, I'll learn. Like, no, you can't learn. Yeah. I can't teach you how to be. Cause I had, it's I, true. I had a teacher in, in, in fifth grade, sixth grade. And, and apparently I didn't respect her. Because at one point she took me out in the hallway and she said, you will respect me. And I was, I, I even remember like in sixth grade thinking, no, you can't tell me to respect you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can, I can fake it. Yeah. But respect is something you earn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and like you got to earn it from, even though I'm like and a, it's also a, a arrogant child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think all that, like, like what you were saying earlier about like we, like in wrestling, I guess we call that like the it factor. And, that, and I heard you talk about that, and I was going to ask you what that is. So that that is like, how do you rank those? It's an intangible, those? like, uh, like I don't know, like I, I honestly can't explain it. Like I could just meet someone yeah. and naturally be like, if this guy doesn't become a drug addict or like some kind of scandal online, he'll mm-hmm. be a big star. Like right. you can just 
instantly. Right. Yeah. And I think when people meet you, they're just like, oh, okay, this guy, this guy's going places. This, I this, hope this so. guy's moving forward. I really not hope backwards. so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you know. I mean, I do. I just don't want to ever be perceived as someone that would either take advantage of right. that or right. like, like I, no matter where I go in my career, want to be the same person I was when I started. Right. Yeah. What? Well, so, like, you are rest. You are relying on your charisma to carry you through. Yes. Uh, but you understand that there's more to it. Oh, for sure. And you understand that it's a blessing. One thousand percent. So, where does that come from? Your parents? Yeah. And and what was it like? What was life like for you growing up? Amazing. Was it hard or easy? No, it was very easy. And 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 how, it's funny because mine was uh, mine was a combination of both. I could go either way. But like my my dad wasn't my dad wasn't easy. Sure, like I could find things that were tough or that were uncomfortable or that I didn't like. But if you ask me like to compare my life to someone else's, I would say my childhood was next to perfect. Yeah, yeah. But but it's like a lot of times when there's like charisma, yeah, and and personality. Yeah. Okay, put it this way: a lot of guys that I went to, to high school with that were like the athletic standouts yep. and stuff like that, they didn't need personality. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, because because yeah, they yeah. were so good at this, they they stood out of the crowd just by their athleticism. Okay, and for me, I didn't. So my, my way of standing out was that I was just the loudest guy in the room, and then I and I and you know I I had to without knowing it, I had to sort of. L- learn and and work on perfecting that. Sure. Because sometimes they say something and people are like you're an asshole. I'm like, okay, nope, I'm not gonna do that again. Yep. You know what I mean? And you just yep. sort of going through. So what? So what was my, your path to honestly, charisma? It was probably my dad is very funny and he's like great comedic timing. Mm-hmm. He can be inappropriate at times. Yeah. So my mom would nitpick at the inappropriate ones and laugh at the good ones. Uh huh. So I was pretty much being trained. Yeah. <laughs> how to be like PC in the '90s, growing up and making sure that I don't. Say say the wrong thing and like learning the right way and how to treat people. And I also did martial arts, which is huge with respect yeah. and how to treat people. Yeah. So I had that with like a little bit of comedy from my dad. But I don't think a lot of guys that come out of like martial arts are big personalities, but the ones, but the, Fair. by the way, but the ones that are because, because I think not to say, not to look too deep into all this stuff, sure, because sure. there's anomaly. I mean, it just, it is what it is, but like, you know, I've been in like, you know, like, like I, I took, uh, martial arts, you know, for a day. So I, so bro, I'm with <laughs> you. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my jokes didn't have a lot of place there. <laughs> you yeah. Know, you right. know what I mean? That's true. You're, though. you're taught, you're taught to basically shut up and, and, and show it, you know what I mean? And show it through hard work and stuff yeah. like that. So it's not like the best forum to sort of do that but it's the people that do have those big personalities that just sort of shine through and everyone sees them everyone knows who those those people are that's true so what is your like what does your year look like so you live you live and and train in in toronto uh hamilton and hamilton yeah, so okay got moved. it uh i'm like just outside of hamilton it's stony creek ontario people you want to give your home address <laughs> no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> wow, no. Uh, so, uh, but I, like, I, I refuse to move. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't do it. I mean, the fact that you, the fact that you can do that is amazing. Yeah, like if I had to move anywhere, it wouldn't be anytime soon. Like I just had uh, my first child a year and a half ago. So awesome! She, Congrats! Thank you, man. Uh, so she's like everything now. So uh-huh. I have a lot of family that lives nearby, and because I travel so much, yeah, I could never do that to my wife to just kind of leave her stranded somewhere because right. like we were even looking to moving into vegas just because of how it is financially we would be able to sell what we have now and do very well there so right 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 yeah. and uh just the thought of it like turns my stomach because i know i'm like never home so yeah yeah let me give you another piece of advice don't move to vegas all right <laughs> uh <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm being very helpful here Perfect. so so how many days a month are you on the road honestly it's like a crapshoot and uh-huh. i guess that's the scariest part of the job is like it could end at any time uh but i guess the next couple of weeks i can give you like what i have coming when you up. say it when you say it can end any time what do you mean by that well like if i got injured uh-huh no one's gonna be paying my bills right like, but thankfully mom made you go to college yeah exactly See? so like i have skills <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh like as far as that goes like Especially with people's attention spans, too. Like, if I take that much time off, I could be forgotten very quickly. Okay. Yeah. And so, let's let's talk about the last year. Sure. So, how, so how, much, how much did you travel over the last year? Um, 
relatively three to four shows a week. And where are the shows? Uh, honestly, it could be anywhere. And like, I'm the worst. Three to four shows a week over yeah. the last year. Yeah. So, so, like, so, like, so, uh, there, so there'll hundred be weekends. There'll like, be weekends where I just have two shows. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it mostly weekend stuff? Y- yes. Now it's becoming whenever. Like, uh, I shoot a weekly show on Tuesday nights in Toronto, so that takes four or five hours out of my day just to sit and talk like this on Twitch. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, so when I land, I land Tuesday this week. I have to go do the Twitch show. Then Wednesday night, I wrestle in Toronto. Thursday night, I wrestle in Toronto. Friday, I fly to England. I have four shows in two days in England. I fly back on Monday, and I go right to the Twitch thing on Tuesday. Okay, so, so Impact is... Was started in Canada, but now yeah. ba- based but in none Tennessee. of those events. Okay, are for impact. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are all independent events. So, like, I am obligated through my contract to work every date impact requests of me. So, like, if they need me for their television taping, I have to be there. And those are those are bigger. Shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're much bigger shows. Okay. Yeah. How how big is an audience for impact? Uh, it could vary anywhere between a couple hundred to like over a thousand. Okay. Yeah. So here I was thinking that you were like traveling around the U.S. and Canada, but this you're also traveling around the world and doing these yeah, things? Yeah. So I've wrestled in Mexico, Japan, Canada, uh, U.S. and uh, – Last year? Yes. In one week, I wrestled in Japan, Mexico, U.S. and Canada. Okay. How okay? I'm saying, <laughs> when I when I do those when I do those that traveling Sorry, month month not week. Okay, yeah, got it. Yeah, okay, month, that's yeah. a little bit better. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 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 still, like you know, time zones and all that kind of shit. Yeah, even just being out here messes with me. It's three hours. Yeah, three hours difference. Yeah. yeah, and so when you're uh, last night, you were staying at the Holiday Inn. Yeah, by LAX. Yes. So have you worked out since you've been here? Uh, no. Okay. And the option was there. But I chose to do more interviews. <laughs> okay. That's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's, so, like, that's it's a trade-off, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, there is a trade-off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when you're doing it, are you doing like Olympic-type stuff or? Uh, for working out? Oh, yeah. No, like, mo- honestly, mostly just like bodybuilding style. Yeah, pretty much. Just your yeah, bicep. Yeah, I can yeah. tell, bro. It's fine. Uh, thanks. Um, so, so you're doing like uh, – you're not, so you're not doing like CrossFit stuff? No, no. Um, and you're not doing like – so you're just going to – uh, it's all aesthetic for me. Okay. Yeah, 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 it's not about functionality. I also don't care how heavy I lift. Like, it's not like uh But, I mean, you're lifting guys that weigh the same as you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or more. Okay. Yeah. So, so okay. So, it's not all aesthetic. Just <laughs> throw, throw it out sure, there. You have to be I, strong. Like, but I just naturally have, like, a big frame. Got it. And I have strength. All I care about is how I look so my boss doesn't yell at me for... Do you have to watch what you eat? Yeah. So, no donuts. No. Mel, I don't, mean, don't I, bring the donuts, Mel. Sorry. Are they from I, Voodoo Donuts? They are, well, yeah, they are de- Voodoo Donuts. Yes, exactly right. Uh, okay, maybe. I'll think <laughs> just, about it. All right. You know what? Fine. Just seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just seven. How long were you out here for? Uh, f- this is my fifth day. And 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 you were here just – you, oh, you're here on your own. So technically, yes. So f- Thursday night I flew – Thursday morning I flew out. I did one of my friend's shows called Bar Wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's in LA uh, run by a guy named Joey Ryan. Have you ever seen the dude that flips people with his wiener? No, but I'm going to Google that. For sure, YouTube that guy. So okay. <laughs> just to get a laugh Okay, so that. hold on. I was going to say guy who flips people with his wiener. Just uh, mm-hmm. search Joey Ryan penis. Okay. Joey Ryan penis. Got it. Okay. I'm going to do it after. Yeah. No, I'm going to do it right now. Sure. Hold on a second. Fuck it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joey Ryan penis, as opposed to guy who flips. Yeah, with his penis. <laughs> Let's see what's gonna happen. All right, here we go. Oh shit! All right, I'll walk you through it. So it's a crowd. <laughs> who who's who's the guy grabbing? Uh, it could be anyone. Who, who's the, who's who's being grabbed? Uh, Which one's Joey, Joey Ryan? Ryan is the guy that is probably with his hands out and someone else is grabbing his nuts. Yeah, okay, got it. Okay, yeah. so Joey Ryan has his hands out and yeah. someone else, Cody Rhodes, is grabbing him oh, by perfect. the balls. There you go. He, he dropped down. <laughs> and what's <laughs> And he's like. So he's flexing his dick. Yeah, he's yeah, so and it's hurting his opponent. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to explain. So so Joey Ryan's there and he's just sort of like flexing with his hands out to the side. Cody Rhodes is grabbing his penis. Yeah. And and it's and and Cody Rhodes apparently like electricity can't let go of the penis. Can't. Once you grab it, 
Only Joey Ryan decides when it's <laughs> time to let go. And then he basically got broken down by the by the the energy coming off the penis, and then Joey Ryan smacked him, threw him down, pinned him, and ended the match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking amazing. So, so, so anyways, he runs a promotion. Did you teach him? No, I did not teach him. That. <laughs> that's no, amazing. God damn. <laughs> so that's his shtick. But, okay. Uh, yeah. So his shtick and his dick. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. He runs uh, a promotion <laughs> in L.A. So I came down to do his show Thursday night. Uh, did that, and then I had three days uh, with Impact Wrestling. Did you grab the magic penis? I have. I have grabbed it. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. In Binghamton, New York. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just south of Syracuse. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful Binghamton. And and did the same thing overcome you? Yes. And then you got smacked and then and then you he flipped me and I landed on my back. And then you get and did you get pinned? No, this was after the match. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was at a bar. This was a revenge. <laughs> a revenge. Yeah, yeah. So how, like when you're going into Okay, so I guess there's different there's different situations. All right, so now now here's the here's the big sure. the, the big questions, and you touched on this, this earlier. There used to be a time when wrestling was trying to keep up the the act, the yeah, facade yeah, 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 yeah. that that it was 100 percent legitimate, that they didn't know the outcome, and and so the, what everyone was saying at the time in the news yeah. was that wrestling is fake, wrestling's fake, wrestling's fake. Sure. And then there was a guy, and I'm not sure if this was even legitimate or not, but there was a a guy that was that like the the match was over and these guys were walking by like you know stars stars of the day and he's like hey is wrestling fake and then the guy smacked him and oh, said yeah. does that feel fake that's real who, who was that Do i can't know? remember the guy's name that was forever ago though yeah it was yeah, forever yeah, ago yeah. Yeah, yeah but but that was uh that was when i was uh you were being conceived um yeah. <laughs> well, maybe even before even before that. yeah before yeah, yeah. when i was thinking about doing it uh conceiving but i think that was like a that really nailed that really nailed it because and that's what i think the guy was the wrestler was getting pissed off it's like no okay what do you mean by fake? Yeah, you know and I, mean? I think that people take offense to that a little too much. And they should. Because, like... They should have said, is it predetermined? Yeah. Or is it fixed? You know, if you said fixed, okay, that's fine. Even even a boxing match that's fixed, the guys get the shit kicked out of each For other. For sure, they're getting punched in the face. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, to say that it's fake would suggest that everything is pulled and, yeah. and there's not, like, you know, whatever. But, like, think about even back right around this time before that... When guys would like, you know, ha- hide like a razor blade so they can make themselves bleed and stuff sure, like that. Sure, yeah. That's, 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 that's commitment. I mean, that still happens. Does it really? Sure. Have you done that? Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, it's very scary. So now we under, we're in a, in a day and age where we understand yeah. the entertainment value. See, I think people need to I'm, – I'm also – do whatever you want. If you can convince someone that what you're doing is real, then you are much better at this than I am. I, uh, at this point, people have seen so much of what we do and mm-hmm. it's so easily accessible that I, I feel it's insulting to just assume that they're going to believe that I'm actually punching this guy in the face for real. But uh, but I'm but I'm seeing that you're punching the guy in the face. Yeah 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 so, yeah yeah. Well, that's good. Then I'm good at my job. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because like it's, I mean, it all has to hurt. Most of it does. Right. Yeah. Honestly. And what about like? So now go back to when you're learning how to do this. Yes. It hurt what? way less then. Yeah, because you were made of rubber. Because I loved it. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Does got that it. make sense? Well, it so, did. Like, the lust yeah. for like making it yeah and like just finally being able to do it the pain is like nothing put so so take two 16 year old kids that are five foot nine 140 pounds right sure, yeah and they're going against each other yeah. and then like you know that's the thing where like one guy could punch the guy hard in the face and it wouldn't knock him out yes but now when you have two guys that are six four six two to six four 250 to 280 like they can really inflict harm on each other so uh, here's a thing yesterday i wrestled we filmed uh the television show for impact wrestling okay and in our match there's like just routine move i've done it a million times where a guy jumps through the middle rope to the outside and uh-huh. i just catch him pretty much put him on you're feet. standing outside yeah so Got i'm on it. the outside of the ring the guy runs from the ring through the ropes and dives out to that and then you but you fall on your back yeah, so like I'll catch him and we'll crumble together. Yeah, yeah. It's like a like a risky move. Yeah. Um I got a concussion, ninety nine percent sure I did at least. Yes. Forearm hit me in the side of the head. Oh. Uh-huh. But it's like 
anything could happen right. in wrestling. This guy was next to 300 pounds and probably close to seven foot tall. So if someone that did the exact same move was half his size, I probably wouldn't have got a concussion. So you're right. Yeah. Like the, like, and you always can't control where the elbow goes. I exactly. Because that, that guy's oh, flying. A, I'm interesting you. Yeah. He's flying in midair. I'm there to make sure that I catch him. So like there's those like things that are going to try to work together. And then you put in the size factor and, you know, gravity and physics and all that. What happened right after that? He said, are you okay? I said, hell no. He said, oh, shit. And then we just kept wrestling. So, like, he threw, he, <laughs> <laughs> so he threw, he threw you back in the ring? Uh, we had something else that we needed to do, so I was okay to just lay there for a second. But okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then how many minutes more did you have to do your thing? Uh, maybe, like, a minute or two. Okay. Yeah, not much. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you went back and collapsed in the – or just sort of put ice on it or whatever? No, I just went back and finished my energy drink and – Hung out with my friends. Yeah, I really wish you were like, then, what do you mean? What do you mean? I went back and had a beer, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Honestly, like, those days are mostly gone. Yeah. But there are days where, like, we'll have, like, a grueling match, like, 30, 40 minutes. And I can admit that a nice cold beer after. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. A little it's, bit, it's num, nice. numb a little bit of it. Yeah. And so you, uh, have you had an injury like mine? <laughs> uh, like my- yeah, I've ruptured a disc in my back. Oh, God. Which is like the worst pain I've ever had. Yeah. I've broken both my heels, my nose, uh, my wrist. You're, you, what, what, what did you have to do for your back? Uh, I had to do uh, physical therapy and, like, a lot of stretches. Yeah. So, like, the way they explained it to me, it's going to be hard to, like, show on a podcast. But, yeah. uh, like, you have a disc in your back and then inside there's gelatin. Mm-hmm. And that's where the nerves sit. Yeah. So, I compressed it by sitting the wrong way while giving someone a pile driver, which is, like, I hold the guy upside down yeah. and I jump and I land on my butt. Okay. So, you you put an extra two two to 300 pounds on that sure. one, on that disc. Yeah. yeah. And then I leaned a little bit so it like crunched the wrong way Got and it. some of the gelatin left. Yeah. So it like was sticking out. Uh-huh. So that's being pinched and it's touching a nerve. Yep. So like if I move a certain way, which is literally like if I move at all, there would be shooting pain in my back and like I could barely move. So I had to deal with that while not stopping wrestling because wow. the – the trajectory of my career at the time right. was in such a good position that if I stopped, all of my momentum would have been lost. So that is when I had to teach myself how to be more of an entertainer instead of a performer. How like, old were you? This was maybe like three, four years ago, max. Yeah. And I changed how I wrestled like on the spot. Yeah. I, I had to. Yeah. Cause like there was no way I could stop wrestling at the time. That's, uh, that kind of goes to like any sport, any team sport, 100%. really. Like when you, when when they have, um, you know, when Jordan got older, yeah, he could still dominate, but he wasn't doing it acrobatically. He was doing it with his like brain, yeah. You and, know, and that's where I, I'm at now is trying to be creative enough that I don't have to put that much wear and tear on my body. Yeah, yeah. So so where are you when you're 40? Oh, honestly, I have no idea. And that is the our guys, our guys, are, our guys are wrestling. They're still wrestling. Really? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Late into their 60s. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm sitting here like, with, At like a high dollar. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here crooked in my chair because I <laughs> hurt my back lifting a basket. Just thinking about I, like. I would love to find a way or like some kind of machine yeah. that I could like attach my body to yep. and then hit a pain threshold and see like where it goes on like a meter. Right. And then go to like an, a normal person yeah. and see, sorry, that was offensive. Normal. You know what I mean? But well, uh, yeah, that's not offensive. That's not offensive <laughs> at all. So yeah, an average person, yeah. uh, what their like pain tolerance or like threshold for pain or average pain is per yeah. day and yeah. just see. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I think like we're, like sadistic in a way that like we're willing to just know we're throwing our bodies on the ground. Yeah. So that in itself, we have to be able to deal with pain. Well, by the way, you need the pain because the pain lets you know where the threshold is. Yeah. Right. So, so you need, and, and you, and you can't have zero pain because then you're, you'll do everything. You're, well, no, because, well, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying like you can't have zero pain because if you have zero pain, you're probably, you're probably not doing your job right. Well, yeah. Also that, yeah. So, so are you, um, it's, it seems to me like maybe like like acting and stuff like that. I would is, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Get me out of this. <laughs> <laughs> is there is is Toronto the Hollywood of of Eastern Canada? Uh yeah, the I would say Toronto, uh, but I would believe Vancouver's probably Well Vancouver for sure. Yeah, yeah that's that's why I, I stopped and said Eastern at yeah, the end. Yeah, but like yeah. and so and but uh but then 
living in, in Hamilton becomes more more difficult. Right. I think I'm going to try and stick it out in Hamilton as long as I can and then kind of just go where the wind takes us. Yeah. Like, my wife is extremely supportive and, like, she takes care of our daughter and she's happy that my career is going well enough that she's able to actually raise our kid. We did a daycare for pretty much like the first year of her life and it was not fun. So, you know, I have a good uh, instinct for when people are in a, in a pivotal point of their, sure. of their lives. Okay. And I, and I, I can just, I can just, I can sense it. And that's not like a hokey thing. I can, ju- you can just tell when someone's about to make a, you know, a, a, a power move. So I hope so. Yeah. And, uh, I, I look, I look forward to, to, <laughs> I look forward to watching okay. what you do. Thanks man. And, and seeing the, the, the trajectory that you're on. I think it's, I think it's awesome. Thank you, dude. Well, dude, it was so good to meet you again. I look forward to, 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 to following you. And if anyone wants to follow you, um, your, your, your vlog on yeah, YouTube, yeah. just search Ethan page, yeah, it should come uh, up. Uh, uh, official ego on, mm-hmm. on Twitter. And yeah. then on Instagram, official underscore ego yeah and uh yeah dude i love it thank you it was great to meet you yeah you too man this was very awesome good thank you (laughs) alexa isn't the only one with breaking news make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the ap news minute Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free Get Upside Gas app now. Download the free Get Upside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code AUTO for a 20-cent gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 45 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free Get Upside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code AUTO. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code AUTO. That's A-U-T-O. Visit GetUpside.com for terms. Well, you're here. Might as well join us. Welcome to Zane's World. It's nice to, to have met Ethan and to now say that, quote, I have a friend who's a wrestler. <laughs> That's what this was all about? Yeah. Is well, he a I mean, big dude? He, I mean, he's about. I, I six, mean, I'm not there. So yeah, no, he's he's about six two. He's a big guy. Two. He's very broad. Very yeah yeah yeah. Very muscular. Naturally big. He 50, is naturally big. big he reminds me of like a, a what I picture a Russian in like the 1800s. <laughs> not eating or just someone who's who who, who like breaks legs. We, six we, two two fifty. We do have like another. Say, he must be very wide. Yeah. And and fit. Um, yeah. We do have another friend who's a wrestler, Tyler Maine. Mm-hmm. Do you remember him? Mm-hmm. He was Sabretooth in the original X-Men movie. And then, shit, what was his wrestling name? I forget. But he's about 6'9". Goodness sakes. Goodness That's gracious. Yeah, he was, he's a big dude. But he isn't wrestling like anymore. 5'9". Well, regardless, oh what's God, important he's a, he's a foot is... taller than Steve. Is his <laughs> kindness. So, so, he he, nice so he brought over his belt... So he brought the actual belt that he won because right now he's the Impact Wrestling uh, Tag Team Champion. And he brought the belt and Mel, out of respect, wouldn't touch it. Because you guys were like, no, he's fine. Hold it. You want to take a picture with it? I'm like, no, I didn't earn it. Like, the guy gets it for 365 days. I'm not going to, like, get yeah. my fingerprints on his yeah. 300 and 20th day like no, no i you know what i think that's respect no no no. i do i do agree with that I, I i saw where that was coming from he he came he he came and brought it in his in his bag and just like took it out which was like so cool to see and i don't remember if we talked about this but in the interview but he you know i asked him is it his to keep and he's like no i have to give it back to when when basically i get dethroned mm-hmm. i was like Oh my god, that sucks because but what it what how about when you're like fifty or sixty years old and you have kids I know. and you're like, Don't you wanna have this belt that yeah. was you were the champion on your wall? 
So I mean, you probably get to keep one for a commemorative. No, no. no. Put it on the wall. You can no. have it made, yeah. but it's very expensive. I mean, the thing is so heavy. It is really. I'd yeah. have one made if I carried it for a while. I'd have one. I made. feel like it's thousands of dollars. He said that he thought he could probably get one for a thousand. But remember, it's it's a it's very like a Super Bowl he- ring. It's a very heavy piece of leather with a giant metal, you know, like custom made design metal on the front and then two on the sides. And like, it's like I, the claret jug for your waist. What is that? That's the uh, the trophy you win at the Open Championship in oh, uh, Steve, in, in Steve, England. Steve brings it back to golf. Is that golf? Is that a golf <laughs> reference, Steve? Steve, of course. Th- Steve yeah, thinks Steve. because he's into golf, everyone's into golf. Yeah, you're right, Steve. It's yeah, like it's like the, it's like the claret the claret cup cup. Going to Scotland. It's like the claret base. Wait, you're, you're going to Scotland. What? Yeah. I'm what are you going talking to play, about? Uh, St. Andrews. Wait, no, you're not. What are you talking about? Dude, it's uh, just a uh, last-minute trip. Okay, buddy, mine's got a plane. Okay, well, don't don't clubs and go. Wait, you wait, 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 hold, stop, stop. You can't take off time to come here, but you're going to Scotland. Listen, dickhead, you can't. Yeah. Okay, so wait, what happened? Your buddy has no, a plane. I'm kidding, it was a joke. Oh my god! Oh my god! What a jerk! Why didn't you follow through on that? I'd love, I'd <laughs> love a pretend awesome so Steve story from Steve. I can't Steve. lie to my fans. Uh, no, because he said my buddy has a plane. Did you not hear that part? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Oh my god! When in, when I fell in, for it. When in reality, what are you doing next week? Um, actually, I have Pack Expo coming up, and I was actually something I wanted to talk to you about. But yeah, Expo? yeah, go ahead. Like um, packing boxes. We um, I got fitted for a coat the other night, like a, a blazer okay. jacket you for got- uh, for the event at Pack Expo, and it like turned into this thing where wait, so, okay, so, like, sorry, wait, where to, are you? I need to interject. Yeah. Okay. Let questions. In what world do you get fitted for a jacket for a convention expo? Like you just go to Macy's and buy a jacket. Yeah, that's a good. Or no, Republic. we're doing something special. I think it's you know honestly it's kind of Zane inspired. We're doing I'm doing like a, a cocktail coat, like a hangover jacket. What is that? It's uh it's basically a Bloody Mary coat. It's going to be like blood Bloody Mary red. Okay, and it's got the whole interior lining is like green, like celery, mm-hmm. okay. and all the buttons or, are like Steve, Steve, celery or Christmas, or Christmas, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, but here's the thing: you have to have the right red. You got no, it's not bright. It's not Santa Claus red. It's Bloody Mary red. You have no idea. Oh my god, you're either gonna look like Santa or a fat fucking tomato. Gold bells on there, please. The Grinch got fat. Oh my god! He's like, we put a little gold and put some bells. Like, oh geez, it is a Christmas jacket. Oh my god! Okay, all right. So wearing that. Can the jacket uh, be velvet? Yeah. Because that would be. Is it velvet? velvet? Because that would be pretty slick. Uh, that's a good idea, but no. Okay, so missed opportunity. I don't know. So it's a, so it's a it, just just getting fitted. Can for I just a jacket? I, I would ask a question. So you have a. Wait, a, I want to hear this. I know, but you have you have, you have a, a a blood red jacket, also known as Christmas red. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says no. it's bloody mary Wrong. red. So okay, I'm assuming it's, it's got like some a, orange. It's like an orangey. It. It's more like a brick red. Okay, the color okay. of like a, a bloody mary mix. Okay, okay. got it. So you've got your Which official brick layers really cool. masonry okay, jacket. Okay, so you have your your, your red jacket. And yes. then the lapel is all the same fabric. It's got like a built-in kind of uh, where you where you put the hanky and you you pull it out the mm-hmm. silk and it's like my face and the the mix, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, we have buttons. We got one button that's ginger and turmeric, and there's a skull and crossbones. Sorry, what does a turmeric button look like? Is it a circle with like an image of a plant? Um, no, it's, uh, not at this point, but that's a good idea. I mean, it's just the color of turmeric. Oh, got it. Okay. I don't know. Oh, oh, Simple you might as well stuff. just get... We're just... Like orange. Listen, we're first night in the like garage, orange. but it Is it kind of like so gold? Like a, like a sleigh oh, belt, like no, sleigh bell gold? they actually have a button made yes. in the shape of no, the turmeric. No, that's ginger. Yeah, like you should see if you can find gold. one. There might be one. Okay. And then, and then you're, and then you're, that's why you're growing out your beard too, I can see. Is that for the, this, this representation of your... This is all for no, your, your Bloody Mary mix, this right? Is for, uh, this is for new episodes of Drinking Made Easy. Yeah. Mm. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's something. Uh, anyhow, about. Steve, so check out Absolute Elixir's jacket online. It's so sick. Oh, my it's God. so expensive. Are you, talking, are you talking about the, is it called Rhinestone? It's sequins. Sequins. Yeah. It's the copper jacket. It's oh, my God. So good. Absolute Elixir. E-L-Y-X. They have a store online, and they have this sequined jacket that is so Beautiful. It's it copper hurts. sequin. Yeah. We, did you get to wear it? 
Yeah, no, yeah. I, I didn't want to put it on because I was so sweaty. We were oh. in New Orleans and I didn't okay. want to like put it on. Well, but Katie I, put listen, it on and it was so I think so the amazing. whole thing is fun and the whole concept is that I'm Bloody Mary Man. And that's what I'm going to be at this event. I mean, I'm going to have... What's this packing shipping expo? Yeah, what's the date of it? What is it's, it? Um, I'll be in Vegas 922 to 925. And it's going to be huge. I mean, it, yeah, it's a packing expo. It's all the... You know, all the purveyors, it's all the suppliers and, you know, all the other people. But there's also going to be a lot of uh, other invites there and people that are looking for new product. And, you know, it's it's a good spot. So it's I'm a gonna, so I'm sorry, just to clarify, yeah, it's it's, like a, it's a convention of people who make containers. Um, no, that are looking for new products and different packaging. And that's what we are. We're a 1.75 barrel liter pouch. I mean, this thing is—it's not glass. You can take it around the world and take it camping. You, you can't take it tailgating. You can't, you can't take it on a plane. Drink it in your backyard. All right. And when do we get to taste it? Will you have it there to taste? Yes, it will be there. We just got confirmation today. I'm like so excited. It's amazing. We're gonna wow. have it in the pouch, ready to taste. Okay. Wow. So, I, I might have to like pop in for that. I hope you do, bro. All right. Well. Steve, I look forward to hearing more information about your pack and pick back ship uh, expo, whatever it's called. And you can give people information so people – maybe when you're there – this is a, a suggestion. When you're there, why don't you go to a local bar and have people try it and you can have fans come and, and try your, your Bloody Mary mix at a, at a local bar? Dude, why don't you and I meet up at a bar and we'll see how many people we can get there to have a cocktail with uh, us? I, I'll tell you right now, I'm not 100% against that. Let's do it. Yeah, I might, I might, I might do it. Let's talk. Let's let's talk offline. All right, I'll send you some gas money. <laughs> yeah, thanks, <laughs> buddy. Money. Uh, all right, thank you very much to Ethan Page for joining us on today's episode, and thank you to our producer Sean for doing an awesome job, Sean. and to Steve for yeah, I don't know, and then Mal for being lovely. Please <laughs> remember Mal. to love tell you your Steve. friends about our podcast. That is how we grow, and that's how we feel good about ourselves and sleep at night. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Zane's World. Check out new episodes every Wednesday exclusively at Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to tell your friends and don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Hey, Jordan here. I know a lot of you create your own podcasts and a lot of you already have one like me. I obviously love what I do. It's taken a lot of hard work to get to this point of success. You shouldn't have to pay fees for platform hosting, distribution, analytics, or fees to create a podcast. You need to be able to focus on producing the best show possible. Now, Podcast One, that's the network I'm on, they have Launchpad Digital Media, or Launchpad DM for short. So it's free, includes unlimited hosting, full control of distribution. You have access to a full dashboard with analytics. Again, totally free. You own everything, by the way. You own your content, you own your subscribers, no tricky stuff there. And you get your own show page on launchpaddm.com for people to listen to and subscribe to your show. It's the only hosting platform brought to you by the leading network, Podcast One. Podcast One will promote the site, drive people to discover your podcast, and if your show grows, you could even be invited to join Podcast One's all-star roster, which includes people like Adam Carolla, Caitlin Bristow, Shaq, Lady Gang, and of course, me, Jordan Harbinger, I'm there too. You also get access to their production and sales support. So with all this completely free, don't use other hosting platforms. Why would you need to? Learn more or sign up now at launchpaddm.com. And don't forget to check out The Jordan Harbinger Show. Who am I and how am I feeling? I'm Clive Owen and I'm great, thanks. What if businesses could really understand how their customers feel, act on it, and make them feel better? It's a thing. It's SAP Experience Management. For more, go to sap.com slash xm. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. 